Hi there and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast, Leave Your Mark with your host, Vince Cortez. This is Leave Your Mark and I'm Vince Cortez and today's guest is Yasmin Hussein. She is a breast cancer survivor diagnosed in October of 2020. She's a professional photographer of 25 years. She is originally from UK and she now resides in Dubai. Thank you for being our guest, Yasmin. How are you today? My absolute pleasure. And um, I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you. Now, yours is an interesting story. Uh, you started out in the UK um, and we wanted to get a feel for what your childhood was like and uh, what it was like growing up in the UK. Okay. Well, my background is fairly interesting. Um, really for us growing up, it was very normal, but for others, it's interesting. So I'm half Pakistani and half Irish. Uh, I was born to my Irish mother, a Pakistani father, and we were brought up in Moss side in Manchester, which is very, very poor. Uh, but fortunately I'm not a product of my environment I mean, neither are my siblings. So there's eight of us in total Vince. Okay. Um, but in one house, I don't know if you've seen the film East is East. Okay. Uh, well, it was like that. So I have a Pakistani mother and a Pakistani and an Irish mother. So my father had two wives in the same house, um, both pregnant together twice. So there's eight of us in total, five to my Irish mom and three to my Pakistani mom. So that's how we were brought up. That's very interesting upbringing. Now, um, where are you in the birth order of all those children? I'm number seven. So me and my brother um, were the same age, a few months apart. So we're the youngest of, of this pack. Now, um, so what was your, your father's livelihood? What was he doing? At first, he was a, a bus conductor. And then he grew in the company to be second in command. So and he's a very calm man. Okay. Did your mother work? Um, she did. My mother was a machinist. She was very creative. So my mother went to work and my other mother looked after the children. Now, did that have uh, any influence on you later on? Yeah, you in the fashion industry or attracted to it. And it sounded like that a little bit of that might have come from the influence of your mother. Oh, 100%. I mean, my mother was always doing something. If she wasn't sewing, she was painting. And, you know, even the garden, we were really poor and she was even creative with our cooking. So there was enough food to go everywhere. You know, one day we'd have an Irish stew and maybe a few days later we'd have a curry. But if there wasn't enough to go around, she'd put a pint of water in the stew and spread it out and give us more bread. <laughs> okay. She, she was very creative then. Now, yeah. uh, in your uh, youth, um, your education, so you, you're going to high school. Were you participating in any of the activities there or how were you close with your siblings growing up? Oh, very close with the siblings. Even today, we're, we're very close. We have WhatsApp groups and yeah, we speak to most of us every day. Um, and there's only me and the youngest one who flew the nest and left the UK. He's in Berlin. I'm in Dubai. So where the, where the crazy, how far, how far away is Berlin and Dubai? Uh, I think about five hours because my brother was with me a lot during, uh, cause he, he had a free pass to come during like COVID when I, when I was ill. So yeah, he was there a lot. 
Now, uh, you're graduating high school. Did you go on to extended education at that point or did you get okay. into the work world? Where, do, where did you go to school? Oh, no, we're all about education. Um, from my school in Mosside, my primary school at the age of 11, I went to a Catholic school, which was run by nuns and was very strict. So I had um, good education there. And then when I left there, I went to do, we call it A-levels in England. So I was doing art, English, geography, and uh, Spanish. And then I just had like one hour gap in my curriculum. So I did photography and that was it. The rest is history. Now with the uh, issue, how did the photography, you were filling in a void and you just fell in love with it or it was something that was of interest to you and you pursued it? No, it was just a void, an hour in, in my gap, in my, in my week. And one friend was doing it. So I said, yeah, I'll fill it. So let's do it. So what was your experience then? You go in there and uh, what was the influence to then pursue it as a career? Because you could just be creative, you know, um, learning how, how actually photography became photography and how it all started and with, you know, pinhole cameras and in the lab and printing. It was just creative and in the studio, you know, you had carte blanche to do what you like. You were given um, things to do and then you, your brain could explode. And so, yeah, I fell in love. I dropped everything else and just concentrated on photography. Well, your work is really impressive. Uh, I, I most like the lighting that you use, both in the black and white and your color. I mean, you, you're, you're definitely on the top of your game as far as your profession and your creativity. It, it's in the DNA hearing your story from your mother. So here you are, uh, you've moved uh, into Dubai. No, uh, that was at what point in your life did you decide to go to Dubai? Um, I split up with my boyfriend who was with for 10 years, 12 years. And we, I was like, right, that's it. Cause we kept going off and on, off and on. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go and see if I like Dubai. And I said to one friend, she said, I said, do you want to come? I said, yeah, let's go. So we went and that was it. I fell in love with it. I came home, I researched how could, how could I open a studio, how it works. I came back, I got back with my boyfriend. We got engaged in the Burj Al Arab. But I said, I'm still doing Dubai. He said, it's okay, we'll fly back every month, you know. So, um, yeah, researched, signed, moved out. This was March. Um, in September, I moved out, opened in November. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. You have a studio there. Um and your routine sounds pretty full as far as how many people you got coming in and your routine of shooting. And uh, I, w I was admiring your work ethic. So in this process, you're being a photographer for 25 years. How does the information or how do you find out that you have cancer? Um, I didn't think something was right I actually had breast implants three years ago and it was I wasn't happy with my right one so I kept going back and then the surgeon redid the right one and I still wasn't happy um, and then it was breast cancer awareness month and since I've been in Dubai I've always done the photography to support breast cancer every year I you know so I know that I knew the doctors anyway so I phoned one and because it was breast cancer awareness month I just went in I said Sarah you know 
can you just have a look at this anyway? Uh, yeah. Um, the next day she, she was very quiet. She was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes, yes. And then the next day the phones wouldn't stop ringing. But I said to my staff, any number that comes in with zero four, which means a landline, don't give to me. I'm not here because I knew something was major happening because they wouldn't leave me alone. I think anybody who gets cancer, that initial moment when they're told they have cancer, uh, the thought goes with you through the rest of your days. Can you share with me, since you didn't want to take the call, <laughs> uh, what happened when you found out the truth of the matter? If I tell you, honestly, you, you'll never believe it. So they finally get hold of me. Now I've got Sarah's mobile number. There's a doctor in my phone. And she phones me from a different number. And I'm in my studio. And she said, Yasmin, you really need to come in. We need to. I said, okay, okay. She said, how about Monday? So I opened my diary and it's completely blank. I said, I'm really busy. I'm really busy. And I, I laugh about it to this day. Anyway, I finally go in and my friends force me and they will never leave me to go an appointment alone from that moment on because they don't believe me. So when they finally told me, um, one friend, Jamila, was with me. She said, yeah, Yasmin, you know, you have a um, fairly large tumor and it is cancerous. And I just said, oh, right, okay. And I, and I said, I pointed to my friend. I said, well, she's got bad eyes anyway. And so my friend said, oh, my God. She said, it's going to be the blind leading the cancer patient around Dubai. And we just laughed. And that was it. Now, you obviously, now you, you've been diagnosed. You, you kind of water off the duck's back there laughing it off. Um, no. What was it you drew. What was your, uh, your thought to like, how were you going to address this? Did you decide, okay, I'm going to go into treatment right away or, uh, what, what, what were you, what was your decision? Yeah, no, I was like, I'm not telling anybody because unfortunately Vince, two years ago in May, my sister died of exactly the same thing, the same to the T. H-E-R-2, blah, 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 blah. Exact song. Like, oh, am I going to tell my family? So anyway, we met a lot at the bar every night. My friend and I, where we live on the, on the beach. And finally, she said, I've, I've got to tell them, yes. So we told them. Uh, my nephew lives near me in Dubai. And he became, you know, he took it like a gentleman, you know, and he was supportive all the way and like an, like an adult. And um, so, yeah. So then we decided to take it head on. And like um, on my Instagram post, um, my friend said, you really need to start posting yours, you know, make a page because, because you're so positive and, you know, you can maybe help some people. So we started. So the first one was in the clinic after my, I think my first third visit. And she said, how do you feel yours? I said, I just feel like a right tit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it. You're, so we just laughed. Yeah. You know, you're, um, you, I'm under the impression your cheerful spirit who's just like kind of steamrolled right through this because uh, your approach to it was you weren't rattled. Uh, you sound mind approach and just the cheerful heart the whole way. Now, how did the treatments begin and, and how did they proceed? Uh, in Dubai, we have, we really do have a fantastic system. I've never, ever been to a doctor before in Dubai. Um, so I never knew the system. 
but it was like so efficient and professional. It's like a five-star hotel, the hospitals as well. So the treatment was great. I started with, because uh, my tumor was very big. It was eight centimeters and it was like a spider as well. And it also okay. spread, spread to my lymph nodes. My doctors were sure it spread all over my body by the size of the tumor. But when I had the PET scan, they were praying and it had only spread to my lymph nodes. Thanks God. So we had um, mammograms, ultrasounds, PET scans, and then they had a program. I saw my oncologist and then they set the program in place, 12 weeks of Taxol and then four and a half weeks of AC, which is basically aggressive chemo. If you are listening from Australia, Florida, or just from around the corner. From East Coast to West Coast outlets, if you're not into the dirty South straight, make a left body body. Contact us. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. Um, so that's where it started. But my biggest uh, fear was losing my hair, Vince. I didn't want mm. sympathy. I'm not a person who, you know, wants people to be sympathetic towards them. So I had to research and I found the penguin cold cap. And this was my savior. Yeah. Um, so this is a heart like freeze and it basically freezes your follicles and the chemo can't get to it. So it protects your hair, but it's a very, um, it's very cold. It's minus 25 and you have to change the hearts every 25 minutes to keep it like this from between seven to 10 hours a day when you're on chemo. Oh so that's what we did. So you actually, I saw photographs of that. I didn't know what that was on your Instagram. So that's, that, what, what's it called? A, a wet cap? It's called the, the penguin cold cap. And it was my savior. I lost maybe 5% of my hair. Oh, wow. That's impressive. So yeah. it really worked. 95%. It really worked. When I started aggressive chemo, um, I lost all my, all my bodily hair, my eyelashes, mm -hmm. my eyebrows. I said, like, oh, no, I still have my hair on my head, <laughs> which was great. No, um, typically, uh, the fatigue is very heavy. How did you manage the, the heavy treatments of the chemo along with the fatigue, the cancer creates? You know, the strongest, um, organ we have in our body is our mind, uh, is our brain and this carries you through so so amazing honestly I never knew actually quite how strong I was but you know I always think that if you if you wait if you say to yourself oh, I don't feel well I don't feel well you will not be well yes. if you tell yourself no I'm okay come on get up let's go you know you can do it sometimes now and again you have to listen to your body and you go actually I'm a bit tired you know so this is how I dealt with it and not, not that I'm promoting drinking or anything, but when I come back from chemo, I'd be like, can I have a glass of red wine, please? <laughs> it, it's, it's a part of your piece. If that helps, yeah. it sets your mind. And I agree with you. I, having your mindset in the right place is everything when you're going through this process. So um, yeah. now you just finished uh, your last chemo treatment. Is that correct? Are you almost no. I finished chemo um, and then I had a break for four weeks, I think it was. So I went to the Maldives with my friends and then I came back and I had one day and then I had a double mastectomy the next day and my lymph nodes removed. And then I had a break, I think, of four or five weeks and then radiation every day for five weeks. So I just finished on Thursday. I had a double set of radiation on Thursday. And then I flew to the UK on Friday morning. <laughs> we need to ring the bell. 
time to ring the bell. So oh, yeah. th this is amazing. So, uh, your spirit is, is just, I can feel you coming through here and I, it's, I completely get why you would have healed from this. So, uh, what I want to ask you is if we were having this discussion three years from now, and you were looking back over those three years, what would have to happen to you personally, professionally for you to feel happy with your progress? Me right now? Oh, oh. If you look at my Instagram story right now, my friends have posted and tagged me and I've added it on my story. Now the mission is, now we find a husband. It's <laughs> Full circle. 100%. This is it. 100%. Um, I won't be working seven days a week anymore, that's for sure, even though I love my job. I also have a makeup school, but I have people now, you know, take over. It's fine. I don't need to be there all the time. So when I look back in three years and I go, yeah, you know, I've got my husband. I don't work as hard. And I'll just chill. I'm playing more tennis. Uh, well, Dubai's not a bad place to find a husband. It depends what you want. Now, I think, I, I think you just become a little bit more open, you know, because we all get focused on work. In Dubai, like anywhere, really, we work hard and we play hard. But now you just like, it's kind of like your eyes don't open, Vince, you know, and you're like, wow. Yeah, life, life begins to get more full the older we get. If you have a story to share, tell us. How are you going to leave your mark? Leave your mark. Contact us. Leave your mark with our host, Vince Cortez. Be our guest. I have another question for you then. Specifically, what dangers do you have that need to be eliminated now? What opportunities need to be captured? And what strengths of yours do you need to maximize? Um, I'm quite happy with my strengths, but I, I need to be more uh, persistent about me not working so hard. And for, for your second question, the opportunities and what to do, you know, since and during all my treatment, it's been an amazing journey of opportunities and doing things I've never done before. And also bringing all my friends together who've never met. And we have, I have an amazing team of friends. Really, I do. And during this time, I've done, they booked it and surprised me. The longest zip wire in the world. Wow. I've done a skydive. Uh, loads of different things like that. We just went to Santorini for a holiday. Um, loads of things we've done that I wouldn't have done before. Because now you just need to seize the moment. How are you different from this experience besides opening yourself up more are you the same philosophy has plowed you through it but you're experiencing life in in full color now you were just mentioned. oh you're absolutely right it is full color now and um you have to really make the most of every day really you do this is a you're, you're an incredible story. I love your spirit. You're such a bright person. I, I completely get why you healed through this. So um, in your moving forward, providing yourself a different life personally and, and not working so hard, uh, what do you see yourself doing as far as your, your studios and everything? What's your next step in, in, on both sides of that? We're, we're, we're on search for a husband. And, oh, yeah. But... Uh, you said you were going to downsize work. How were you going to wean yourself out of work? What were you going to do? 
because I delegate more now, you know, I have photographers, I have videographers, I have a makeup team. So, and I've not been there that much through, through this um, whole period. So, you know, life goes on without me. It will survive. So, you know, I can be there in the background without being there all the time. Well, that's for true. I have to ask then as all guests come on the show, how would you like to be uh, remembered? How would you like to leave your mark in this world? As a good spirit, that's for sure. And you know, what somebody who laughs easy and just like a good hearted person, which I am, I can be stubborn and I can be hard, but I'm, I'm a good hearted person and somebody that can now I feel as though I can help people. Um, I have a lot of people contact me through my Instagram who are really going through a hard time, who had gone through what I am doing now. I've had, I have people even in San Diego and Tennessee, you know, uh -huh. asking me about this and that. So I feel as though I can help people now in, in that respect. Actually, even with the Penguin Cup, the Penguin Cup people have asked me to be the UAE representative for it. I said, of course I will. You know, I it's will. A, if I can help, I will. This is uh, how people tend to believe that when tragedy strikes, things are over. And the reality is, it's this beginning of a new story oh. and, uh, you're, you're living proof of it. it. It almost says the photography struck you, the cancer passing through your life experience. Uh, you elevated your, your experience in this world, another level again. And, uh, you're, you're a testament to how this should be addressed. And, and I'm so glad that you gave me some time to come on the show. And oh, I bless you. My pleasure. So I want to thank you for coming by. I will also, uh, would like to provide for my audience when we post this on social media, your content. So you, can you tell me on, on the recording here, uh, where we can find you and your social media, um, oh, sure. My Instagram is Yasmin Hussain story journey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And that you're primarily on Instagram will be the easiest place to find you. That's the easiest place and, to find and me. And yeah. I would like to promote your uh, photography work also. What is your um, website address on that? Thank you so much. It's www.yhstudiosdxb.com. Thank you very much, Jasmine. God bless you. You're a My tremendous pleasure. spirit. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click leave your mark with Bing Scorsese.